0: (laughs) I got uh, Andrew here of the Alberta Craft Beer Guide. I'm your host, Austin Webb. This is the Beach House Brewing Podcast. What are you pouring here? What do you got? I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, (laughs) I don't Cold Garden, this must be the IPA. So uh, I just picked this bad boy up at uh, Sherbrooke Liquor Store. I just interviewed uh, Stephen Beeson, well-known of the Beeson Banger series. Um, Sherbrooke Liquor Store, obviously one of the best in Alberta. This was the gold medal winner at the Canadian Beer Awards in the IPA category. True. Um, that's a big category, a big win for Cold Garden. What do you have to say about Cold Garden? What do you have to say about IPAs? Um, interesting. So no glass wrenches in this kitchen. Eh? No, <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, you got a high, you got a high, uh, high standard for drinking company, eh? You just notice things, right? Hey, cheers. Oh, so man. funny when you're. Yeah, cheers. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming IPA. on.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, this must be the IPA.
1: So, <laughs> this this won an award last year for gold. It won a gold Alberta B award. Okay. Okay. 2017. Okay. Sorry, 2018. And I went to the brewery and had it, and I didn't, I didn't get it.
0: Okay.
1: I just thought, I was like, I don't think this would be the best IPA in the province.
0: Okay. Interesting. I mean, that's beer judging, right? It's blind. You don't know. And like, it's, it's opinion and it's
1: timing like even the 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 guys that created the the Alberta Beer Wars, Jason Foster and Owen Carcaldi. Yeah.
0: And shout out to those guys cuz this is huge for some people.
1: Yeah, oh it is. And um They said that even you do this judging, like people have pallets, they have training, they have, you know, conversations, like you don't take it lightly, they go through it, it's it's a good system, but even if you did that system, you know, a week later, you'd probably get different results. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it depends on what category, maybe you did Imperial Stouts in the morning and then Quadruple IPAs next and then you're down to pale ls in the afternoon, like it's not going to shoot out at you so much. So It's kind of interesting. I would like to get into judging, but I'm also a bit intimidated by it. I don't know if I'm, like, pretentious enough, if that's the right word. Pretentious enough? No, don't be pretentious when you're judging. But <laughs> it's seems like that. like an that. Moron, right?
1: Like, <laughs> so Here, right? So here's a good way. The best thing that we've learned – this is good distance, by the
0: way. Oh, for sure. I think so. Uh,
1: the best thing that helped me – like, I don't have my BJCP. I don't have my Cicerone. I don't have all that shit.
0: But I drink a lot of different beers, and
1: most of the time I drink them and pay attention to them. I'm not yeah. just, like – doming it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking floor, bud. Um, do styles. Mm-hmm. So get, you know, we were just talking about this with Kolsch, right? Yeah. Do, get five Kolsch, get five friends, everyone picks up. We keep it cheap, right? Sure. Grab one each. All right, a can or a bottle or growl growler, whatever. A six pack, whatever. And have someone else pour them. Ooh, so it's completely blind. Interesting. Okay. No influence on brand. So if you have five Kolsch in front of you, mm-hmm. you don't have to, like, go through and rate them and, oh, it's got, you know, thick, fluffy head and, you know, 7S or, like, don't go through all that shit. But rate them which one you like best and which one you like worst, like in, in everything in between mm-hmm. or like the least, whatever. Um, and then that's all you have to do is rank them and sure. then talk about that once you have your rankings with the other people. Because you'll notice, and that's how I really learned styles, too. Okay. I try to read about styles when I was new to beer, and I couldn't do it. But if you sit down, even two, three beer, four beer against each other, white IPAs. Holy shit, this one's coriander. This one's way different. This one's way more mouthfeel. That's the best thing you can do. For sure. That's the best form of judging.
0: That's very interesting. I never have really done it like that. Like, I kind of have, but I always know what beer I have. So it's like... I know I have Cole Garden. This and must you, be an and end. your your our brand or their brand yeah. influences things. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh my God, we got Jester King. Like, like,
1: oh, this should be so good. But sometimes they're not good. Yep. But you want like oh, I spent money on this. It's like you want to enjoy it, or you could like you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure.
0: You know, I'm gonna say something, and this helped <coughs> me immensely. Taking my sensory class, I go to college. I'm a student there. Like, off flavors. Yeah, we're learning about off flavors and stuff, but. They give you Tasting Beer to read. And Tasting Beer is a great book to read whether you're into wine, sake, cider, yeah, whatever. no. Jackson? No. Uh, no. Um, That's, um, Hall? No. Oh, my God. Who the hell? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's fine. So no, it's whoever fine. wrote it, yeah. but whatever. Um, one of the things he says is you're never wrong, right? So Correct. If you taste celery and someone else in the group goes, no, there's no celery. It's like, well... Yeah, you – just because you don't Your taste, palate is your palate. Exactly. Your opinion is your opinion. So that was the one thing to help me is you're never wrong. <clears throat> and that's kind of something that I would – like, you know, I've traveled extensively throughout Chile, Argentina, Uruguay. I've drank some of the best wines you can buy. And when you're there, you'd be like, oh, wow, this is really raisiny. And they'd be like, no, 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 it's not raisin. And you'd be like, well, I taste raisin. Like this – and then I read Tasting Beer and I was like, oh, my God. I was never wrong. Um, another thing you have to really understand this is with your – with taste – and aroma, the outcomes of flavor are in the billions. Billion billions of billions. We don't have enough words to describe all the flavors you're <laughs> yeah. tasting. So I think once you start realizing your vocabulary is limiting your sensory yep. of what you're Oh tasty, bro. It's juicy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's kind of juicy. But
1: if you're like, hey, it's kind of like instead of just saying it's raspberries, it's like you know, uh, ripe raspberries at the end of season yep. in a you know in a dark forest. Sure, or a, you can taste raspberry or puree <laughs> or raspberry
0: concentrate yeah. or raspberry juice. Or it's, it's just
1: specifics. It's it's the more you learn and develop that vocabulary, then the more you can go into
0: detail. Yeah, things, right? for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna ask you a couple questions here. You got a big weekend here. We got Edmonton Beer Festival. What's the name of this festival? Is it it's international? It's no, because. Calgary International Beer Festival and this is Edmonton Beer Festival
1: yes so Calgary Beer Fest started first Calgary International Beer Fest but ABF boys yeah right Bill, Mark, Trevor shout out to those guys Dylan right there amazing contribution
0: to Alberta Craft beers. and
1: then this character in Edmonton uh, Sean Farmer started the Edmonton International Beer Fest okay it's completely separate sure very different experience that's the one
0: that's sponsored by Liquor Depot that was a couple of months ago right
1: yes okay. and it's it's a bro show like it's they're trying to make it you know more craft but really he my opinion of course he doesn't give a shit about the craft beer community sure if there's 100 breweries in the province now he's thinking again my opinion oh i can sell 100 more booths to this event interesting he's just he's a business guy i've met him i know him like he's a good guy mm-hmm. but he just he doesn't give a shit about beer. Sure. And it reflects that in the type of vendors, the quality of food, uh, how they... It, it's just a shitty festival, in my okay. opinion. i um, not then, saying don't
0: go, but I it's no go. ABF.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> ABF, though, then started uh, Edmonton Beer Fest, but they couldn't call it International, International. Beer Fest because this guy took the name <laughs> International Beer Fest. Just, whatever, a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> so <coughs> it's just Edmonton Craft Beer Fest. Yeah. So and then of course it is focused more on craft beer. You'll get some international stuff there too. But, yeah. Um, this one's great. It's, I think it's their seventh year. Okay. Whereas they've
0: done 15 in Calgary. Sure. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's a lot of beer festivals for a team of three and four people to pull off. Here. <laughs> um so what's it like for you i mean obviously you guys are running the alberta beer guide shout out to alberta beer guide that's one of the catalysts to getting me into craft beer, to leading me to where i am today cool. where i brew beer at my fucking job yeah all the time it's amazing my life has changed immensely um and i have to give credit to ab beer fest or ab beer guide um, both. let's go both sure it is both <laughs> of them no it really is uh, but also it. other places like Blind Man and Troubled Monk and you know, uh, Schubert Clicker Store. Like all these things had a huge influence, and I have left another career to enter this whole thing. Yeah, of course. Um, but how do you balance this? I mean, you got all these people who obviously want to meet up with you and talk and give you some product. I'm assuming, or give you some feedback for the guide or whatever. Like, how do you how do you meet all these people? How do you, I I texted you. And said, hey, could you want to do this podcast? And you send me a fucking schedule of your day with oh, multiple too. overlapping events. Like, how do you do it? I didn't even put the Raptors game in there. I actually want to it. <laughs> how do
1: you pull it all off? Um you just enjoy it. Like I got into I got into beer and actually doing beer guide because it was my contribution to a culture. Okay. How can I grow this? And I've have like I got friends in the industry even before we did the beer guide but I was getting job offers because my background is sales and marketing. Okay. So for me to sell beer, like uh, A, it's easy. (laughs) It's all relationships Uh, and just like consistency. Um, B, it's weird because when I've sold things in the past, it's like, okay, sign here, it's sold. Boom. Whereas in beer, it's like, hey, you should bring on our products and then you hope they remember to order it.
0: Mm -hmm. For me, that's fucking weird.
1: But anyway, um, but then rather than represent one brand, doing beer guy, i can represent all the brands
0: mm-hmm.
1: also i don't like working for people i just sure. you're an entrepreneur people yeah yeah i just like i think a true entrepreneur is someone who like you can't you can't breathe if you're like working for someone else
0: yeah someone else's terms or you need to wear this show up at this time do that mm-hmm. do it. and it's challenging right because you can't just start something with no money you have to go I did. for somebody i did for surely but Zero you money, we started, Beer yeah. So that's, that's, the what I'm that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like you yeah. need to get experience and things like that. But oh, even then,
1: I got experience with no money,
0: sure. And it's amazing, it's a really impressive story.
1: So, so what it is is that, um, with my skill set being in magazines, marketing, and sales, um, and advertising, I said, Well, there's no one better to do a publication in Alberta than me. Boom. Pardon me, because I care about the culture and that's my skill set. Yeah. I know how I was running a magazine. I launched, and was running my own magazine. I worked for someone else. It was entrepreneur-like. Yep. Yeah. But I knew I wasn't going to be there for very long. Sure. And I was there maybe two, two and a half years. But for the first year and a half of doing Beer Guide, I was still getting paid from that other business. Yeah. So I didn't have to pull money from the company. Exactly. Um, but we did turn a profit on Beer Guide. Uh, we broke even on the first issue. I basically pre-sold all the ads Took that money, gave it to our printer and designer, and then we're in business. Broke like broke even, uh, and because most people sign multiple, like in branding, you want to be consistent. That's why some people like love your stuff, like Instagram, and some people sure. hate it, but they talk about it, yeah. and you're consistent. Sure. Every time you're like, "Ooh, let's talk about." But it's so funny, and, and it's your style though. So keep doing it, and and people who produce content versus consume will always win. Interesting. Like you're building a brand for yourself. So let's say undercurrent tomorrow is like, you're done. You're fucked. Yeah. We just, we, we can't have you blah, 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 sure. whatever. Insert random reason here. Yeah. The building blows up. Whatever. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Poor Brian. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Poor Brian. Poor <right>? oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but you have recognition in a brand that will always be with you. Sure. And that's powerful.
0: Interesting. Yeah. And same for you though. Yeah, I mean you're synonymous with the Alberta craft beer scene right now. Is that then, not right? And people reach out like I think the coolest thing is like, and as you get in social
1: media, there's like influencers and yep. I think they take that the wrong way, is that someone has a big following and talks about something that that'll get traction. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. I think like the true influencer with the biggest quotations you can have um, <laughs> is. Like how many jobs have you got people? A few, I'll be honest. Right? A couple, yeah. Like that's that's the shit that gets me excited. If or if people, you know, I get this like all the time. People are like, "Hey, I'm in town, like where should I go eat?" Uh Nate from not Nate uh Tom? I was confused to two. Tom's the older one? Saw back?
0: Well, yeah, I don't know how old they are. Nate, yeah, Tom, both, Derek. They both got fucking muscles. I know it's funny. That. Pretty sure it's Tom. Okay. No, it was Nate. Anyway. It was Nate. Whatever. Like, who's out. coming up for the festival? Are coming <laughs> yeah. Nate, Nate's coming up for the festival. Yeah, it was, it was Nate. Nate. It's totally it was Nate. Nate.
1: It was Nate. I can't second guess myself. It's totally
0: Nate. That is hilarious. He's like, hey,
1: like, I'm in Edmonton. Like, what are the places I should go to eat? Okay. And for him, and hopefully, maybe he'll hate all the places I recommended. But the coolest thing for me is if I tell someone, like, oh, man, check out, like, go to Arcadia. Yeah. Drink some beers. Yeah. Favorite brewer's favorite bar. Like, you're drinking in an alley, basically. Shout out to Arcadia. But you'll love it. You'll have good beers and there's good people there.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: for someone to come back to me and be like, thanks for the record. Like, that was dope. That's the coolest thing for me. It's sure. not signing, like, agreements for, you know, for, five uh, figures or whatever. whatever. It's like, I don't care about that shit.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're putting on a lot of energy here. Like, obviously... People are reaching out to you online. You print in the guide. It's a lot of energy going out. So, is that enough when Nate gets back to you on Monday? He says, Oh man, thanks for telling me to oh, go He to doesn't Northern have to, though. I'm not looking for a thank but you. But is that the energy that keeps you going? Like, does that keep, no, your, keep I, your tank I think full? It's, again, I think it just
1: stems from. Like Gary Vaynerchuk is a huge mentor of mine. Oh, for sure. I listen to a bunch of this stuff. Not a bunch. I listen to a little bit and then uh-huh. I get to work because you just can't listen to this shit all day. You either do something or you turn it off. Yeah.
0: But how can you not listen to him? Um,
1: if you're doing shit. <laughs> and uh, it resonates. It's something I, was, I've, I think I've been doing and it's really clicked in the last couple of years is like add more value than anyone can possibly. Oh, for sure. Track. Yeah. Like, if I can do you, you know, a thousand favors and I'm not expecting anything in return zero, zero expectations mm-hmm. that's a powerful position to be in.
0: It's very interesting.
1: Yeah. And the other thing, like, I had uh, a brewer today. He's like, hey, do you know anyone who has tanks? I need specific sizes of tanks. I'm not in, like, I'm not selling tanks. No. But I gave him one contact that might have some. One contact that definitely will have some, and uh, a reminder that he has the number. I think he reached out the number for me too Jeez. about someone else, the place that just closed and might do
0: something. Okay,
1: but I just help. He's my friend, and I yeah. want to help. But even if he wasn't my friend, because I have people who text me and ask for things, they're not my friends, yeah. and I still
0: help. Sure, because it's like it grows the industry. For every
1: sure. every win we can do for like local beer is a
0: win against the big guys and the shit beer. That's a great point. I mean and it's competitive, right? Like there's only so much else. like there's only so many taps, there's only so much, you know, Sherbrooke liquor store, whatever. But like they that, still all have to sell growing, though. Oh for sure. And like, it's beautiful. Have you seen Sherbrooke? You should have seen Sherbrooke three years ago. Yeah, man, I started going there in twenty fifteen. One
1: one shelf maybe of Alberta beer. Yeah. And it was the you know, Wild Rose I don't think Big Rock yeah, Big Rock probably was up. I'm sure it was in there, yeah. Um, Alley Cat, maybe some yellowhead when they were bottling their shit grizzly
0: Yeah, you said there's selling about a hundred different Alberta Craft beers a year in 2015. And now there's a hundred a week will come in sometimes. <laughs>
1: like,
0: yeah. yeah. That's why it's like
1: it's crazy, but we're just getting started. Like
0: it's literally just started. Like and it's funny too, because it's like Bannon Peak. Love Bannett Peak. I just drank their Kvike anniversary oh, beer
1: uh, that's the one i had that one in my trunk that's what i was gonna bring hey, yeah anyway, you've
0: had it so it's nothing special so steven so. set me up with a good beer though oh it's great it's a lu- great lu-
1: beer lupine or lupine lupulin. yeah
0: so it's lupulin powder and it's yeast. it's got a white wine kind of a fruity juicy sort of but clear beer like it's not hazy it's a 9.5 it's a fucking <laughs> strong motherfucker uh, <laughs> but you know what i mean like and peak's been here for three years they were probably like the 50th or 60th Brewery to open. Now we're at 160. So three. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Where are you getting your numbers from? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Do you mean? 160 seems high. What where are we do at? Are you counting
1: contract brewers too?
0: Oh, of course. Oh, okay. We're, See, I, I, It's got to be close to there.
1: If you look at licenses uh, through AGLC, I think we're one twenty, one thirty. Okay. Okay. Like, so uh, places that are producing. Okay. And again, Brewsters has two of those yeah uh, rose would have two of those well
0: like i'm counting monolith and outcast and everybody like it's gonna be All close. people that aren't hoping it's, yet. it's 150 well i mean they're brewing beer is outcast brewing i mean i just drank their beer yesterday sorry yeah okay yeah Yeah. you count it as contract so the number doesn't matter exactly but <laughs> yeah, it's yeah no, no, i'm just they, 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 yeah, yeah, they're exactly. about they're about the 50th <laughs> to 60th brewery and now we're at 100 and some yeah. Less than 150, yeah. but... Sorry to die. die no, here. no, no, for sure. It's, <laughs> it's a great comment because obviously we'll have different outlooks on these things. Yeah. Now, I guess what I'm saying is a three-year-old brewery is like, oh, they've been around for so long. But like it's literally a blink of an eye. Yeah. Like three years, three years of is nothing. craft beer. Three years is, in, is so
1: early in any business. In three any years business. Is
0: like,
1: within three years, you should start finding your stride.
0: For sure. And that's the craziest thing, right? And you're about how, how long? Three years into their beer guide?
1: Uh, Like unofficially, yes. In print, it's two and a half years. Two and a half, years. And a half years. So you're not even at three, three years. years.
0: in print come September. Congratulations. And so wow, that's okay. the thing, right? Like three years here and you've yeah. been a, like a huge factor of this Alberta beer scene. And three years is nothing. Nothing. It's, it's nothing. It's Wait, nothing. Here's the interesting thing. I really
1: didn't get into beer until 2013. Really? How did you get into beer? How'd this all Quick happen? Good question. Uh, I was asked, that's my favorite question to ask on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Hey, I've read your podcast. So, <laughs> so growing up, I just didn't drink that much, like at all. I just didn't get it. Um, when I turned 18, my older brother's like, let's go to the bar. Let's do this good drunk. And I'm like, I'm good. And I didn't. <laughs> and then in the sales organization I was with, they would go on like big trips. As you moved up, you, you know, started running shit and going mm-hmm. on bigger company trips. And it was just part of the culture. It was like you you went out and you went for a nice dinner and you had wine or you had a cocktail, you had beer. So I started like appreciating things but never really liked the beer. Okay. Like you just like had them.
0: Because you were having them. Because you're like,
1: oh, well, let's let's have a beer. It's like it was like a social thing to have a beer. It was weird to not have a beer. Yeah. Kind of thing. Not in like a bad way or anything, but that's just what it was. But I never said, hey, let's go have a beer. Like it just, it just didn't happen. And then... You know, or, or like I grew up on hip hop, so I'd go to a concert every once in a while, and he'd be like, "Oh, get a get a beer, I guess," and I'd always have like one, and it'd be some shitty macro beer. I'm like, "Why do people drink this shit?" It's more like the social, like, "Oh, you have a beer, <laughs> whatever." And then I remember uh, I won a trip to Ireland. It was like 2011. How'd you win this trip? Oh, I in in the sales organization. Okay. okay. I ran an office, and I basically ran to Saskatchewan for five years, um, based out Saskatoon, and did really well. So you just, just went on all the trips. So went to Ireland, and pre, like, going to Ireland, they had a little promo thing. They're like, here's a Guinness, like, in the can as, like, the promo conference, like, announcing the trip. And I remember it was warm, which is already fucked, looking back. And, in like, the nitro can, we just open it and drank it out of the can. I'm like, why do people drink this shit? This is not good. Like, why would you put this in your mouth? So I'm like, great, I'm going to go to Ireland, and Guinness is the thing, and I'm going to not drink it because it's shitty. I remember I had a Guinness like two days or a week before I went to Ireland. Uh, I was with some friends at, like, at a bar. I'm like, oh, I guess I should get a Guinness. Let's see if I still hate it.
0: <laughs> and I did. And it was terrible.
1: <laughs> so I get to Ireland. Just like, fuck, like, oh, whatever. And then in Ireland, it's tasty. It's so creamy. It's so smooth. It's so fresh. And it's wonderful. And I drank like, I don't know, eight of those a day, like for a week. <laughs> it was great.
0: Uh, you did the tour and everything. Yeah, we yeah. did.
1: We had the 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 place rented out like it was stupid (laughs) so that was great um but then going back to like saskatoon i would drink a guinness here and there yeah but i was also i worked a lot like a lot um and i was like super lean i was like a buck 60 like i worked out every morning and it was like i was vegetarian for a while too cool um so i was like super lean so if i drink you know a couple inches into the second guinness I was drunk jeez so so like i couldn't drink that one point
0: one beer is drunk <laughs>
1: basically yeah like you. <laughs> and, and i didn't drink very often either yeah you do like every maybe every friday usually every second friday or saturday so
0: right? you're talking about like two, I, and I friends two, two like, fridays
1: a month like, you're yeah. having a guinness or two and then i'm just like like i'm walking home like this is yeah well you save money right but anyways but i was never really into beer and we'd go on like these these whitewater rafting trips every summer and they're, you know, if you want in this limo, you go from Calgary to Golden in the limo. And it's like the party thing. And everyone's drinking in it, this net. So, what am I going to drink? I think I remember I bought like Bud Light Lime one time. Because I remember it, it like, didn't taste. Right like right when
0: all that was started. Because it didn't stuff. taste like beer. Because yeah. I didn't
1: I didn't like beer. Like I just didn't drink beer. And and again, still didn't drink that much. And then uh, on one of those trips, one of my managers, I was training. Or one of my new reps or whatever it was at the time. Uh Mitch, he still runs the the sales. Uh it's for Cutco. He runs uh, Edmonton now still, which is pretty cool.
0: Shout out to Cutco.
1: Yeah, right? Sharp ass knives. <laughs> um Mitch, he's like, dude, you gotta try this beer. It's so good. And he hands me an Innocent gun. Interesting. Just like the original, but it's like it's got that vanilla mm-hmm. bourbon kind of character to mm-hmm. it. And then like the maltiness and mm-hmm. sweetness. I was like, whoa. I think I like beer now. Interesting. And I think I asked him for like, I traded him for some shitty beer I had, or maybe it was the lime or whatever, right? And I had another one. And I was like, I've never had like liked it and then wanted to have another. Interesting. Yeah. So, innocent gun. So, that was one. And then even then, I still didn't go home and like buy it and drink it because I just went back and I worked a lot. Like, I just worked a ton. Mm -hmm. So, by the time I moved back to, well, 2013 was my last full year with the company. I gave him 14 months notice. Like I had a bunch of money saved. I'm like, I don't want to, I was with the company for eight years from age 19. So I was like, you know, I want to see what else is out there. Right. Yeah. I did well. So I had money saved. 14
0: months notice. Yeah.
1: I was at the top office, right? Yeah. Like you don't just up and leave a company when you're like running shit. (laughs) I had other managers in other places and like, you know, so, um, in 2013, as I was training my people like to take over, they didn't know yet, but they were going to take over my organization. So I was removing myself more and more and more. And that's what good business owners do. Sure. And I visited Edmonton a lot. My friend Mike Foxshunker. If you know Mike... I don't know. Uh, at the time, he was a sales rep for the best beer portfolio, basically, at the time. Okay. So 2013, Alberta beer really hadn't popped yet. No. Right? They're just... What was the end of 2013? They, they lowered the limits. So yeah. 2014 is when you saw Dandy and like all the others. Um, he represented Phillips. Parallel 49, uh, Central City, oh, wow. Paddockwood when oh. they were in Alberta, when they were good. <laughs> They're still okay. They just they need some more. Yeah. Muskoka, um, Flying Monkeys. So basically a nationwide
0: portfolio. Portfolio.
1: Yeah. So I hang out at his place. He's got, you know, a kegerator. He's got <coughs> Paddockwood, uh, Winter Ale on tap. Oh, my. And I'm like, holy shit. And uh, I'm around all these other beers. Try this Blue Buck. Try this IPA. Try this Hop Circle, right? Like try all these... You know, and he just threw me into beer. He also got me into cocktails. He got me into like more good food. Okay, I had been exposed to good food from traveling
0: and doing some sure. other stuff. And Saskatoon but, in 2013 wasn't really a food a place. Whereas they did now have, they had
1: a few spots. They did. Yeah, but now it's way better. It's oh, way
0: better. Nine day.
1: Yeah, but like they had the Woods, which was the Paddockwood owned <clears> the tap room, and that was like after like hanging with Mike Moore. I'm like, shit, I like beer. I'd go there and just like. Write or read a book or something. I still didn't have any friends. I just fucking worked a lot, right? But if I had time off, I'd go there and just like enjoy a beer and enjoy some food. Yeah. It was something I didn't do for most of my life, right? Interesting. Yeah.
0: oh wow, that's really cool. Yeah. I was that's just cool. talking to Stephen Beeson and <laughs> he said that Innocent Gun is what got him into beer. And he says that that's the story from a lot of people. And I, like, I could say the same thing. I love Innocent Gun. I think those products are phenomenal. And you know, you still make some good beers. Oh, for sure. I don't buy them very often. No. But when you do, you're like, Someone hands you one or it's just there. You try it and you're like, yeah,
1: it's pretty good. Yeah. It's just, just, now, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a great segue beer. Oh, for sure. That's exactly. When you go back to it, it's pretty one dimensional. Yeah. It's just like vanilla.
0: Yeah. But you're trying to (laughs) convince, you're trying to convince your dad or your buddy or whoever to try something different. And you're like, here, let's just start with the same gun. We're not, it's not hazy. It's not juicy. It's not fucking milkshake. It's not a big IP. But the other thing is I've had friends who went from drinking
1: bullshit beer macro stuff right into ipas that's intense
0: that's Actually, a big leap man
1: but it's just it just depends like you said you're not what you taste what you taste you might just like that could be the thing mm-hmm. one other cool story um because i just sit at bars that's where i go so you just end up talking to people whatever and this regular at beer rev was ordering all these different beers we were chatting for a bit i'm like how did you he was wearing a wu-tang shirt sort of <laughs> thing, right? i'm like you know respect yeah respect. yeah, yeah. Fuck you doing, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I grew up on this stuff. I'm like, me too. So we talk about music and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, well, how did you get into beer? Because in hip-hop still they promote Cognac. like you're like fucking Hennessy, which is terrible. It's a brand. It's a good brand. But why why would you drink that? There's a million other con- mm-hmm. proper cognacs you could drink. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we don't have to get into all that shit. But um he said he would drink 40s. Like malt liquor. Yeah, because that's what Wu Tang <laughs> drank and talked about, right? Yeah. 40s of OE and all this yeah. shit, right? And.
0: another nothing wrong with
1: OE. And maybe. when he was at Sherbrooke, because he lives near there.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, he saw that some of the big Belgian beers. Yeah. Were bo- like, cost a little bit more, maybe only a dollar or two more. And
0: it was around Then, the then, then a, a Colt 45 or something like 40 that.
1: What? Like, in Canada, the, the 40s cost more.
0: Yeah, they yeah. had to raise the price due to binge drinking and, yeah, 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 which is
1: smart. Like Oh for sure. Yeah,
0: I mean they used to be five dollars.
1: <throat> yeah. Now like, they're fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? So he would so he bought one like one day just to say, Oh, let's try something different. Yeah. And fell in love with them and then he got into the whole world of Belgian beers and now boom. He, yeah. Now he, he can't drink a forty. Unless you've had the annex.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. I, do you like that I do. I do like it too yeah it's kind of cool it's like i also had like a day of drinking
1: we mason was back in town if you know mason yeah he's a lr tech guy yeah he's back in town so we we're we went here and went there and he's only in town for a little bit so we like just maximized the day and we ended up on his roof
0: and i was drinking a 40 what a funny <laughs> of the product too. or like project to do for your second anniversary i mean there's a but lot no, of northern things. chicken
1: i've no. been talking about getting brewers to do that for them for a long time like specifically northern chicken 45. yeah because for they would sell yeah. coal 45s in the, in they the, used to in the northern chicken fry paper bag oh my god <laughs> and people buy them it was like a novelty there they play hip-hop there right mm-hmm. they and it goes well with chicken, chicken right it's totally. easy
0: drinking yeah. and what yeah i mean that's cool do you think we're going to see more malt liquors? I mean, we've had uh stock ale from Blind Man. Campio's got their. Uh, I mean, now beer. this deuce is coming. Like, do you think there's going to be more of those? Of like the forty ounce size
1: malt liquor? Not
0: necessarily things? in a forty, but we're talking all malt beers. Yeah, I don't think they ever really disappeared, but not in craft so much. Like, we haven't seen too many. Like, what do
1: you like? What's the term? All malt. Like, all it means there's no hops. hops.
0: It means there's no hops. There's zero hops. Yeah.
1: No, that that's,
0: can't be true. that's what All is. That's actually what it means. Yeah.
1: Really? I. That, this, this is like news to me. Yeah. If that's true. Yeah. Because I know All Mall was All Mall Lager from um, Campio. They use six row instead of two row. Okay. Which is like, no one does that. The conversions are different in the sugar. Again, I'm not a brewer. I don't yeah. know my shit. shit.
0: Um, but then some people swear by six row, especially in the States. It's interesting. Huh. Yeah. Because right. it's like,
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I. That's interesting. I don't know. No hops. Yeah. So it just be
0: a sweet bomb, wouldn't it? That's the you're balancing. You're balancing the sweetness. Yeah, you're trying to get a balanced product. But yeah, that's how can you with no bittering. I don't know. I nor would I want to fucking <laughs> delve into. But that's
1: what I liked about the annex is that it was it was a malt forward beer, but the dry hop was there.
0: Yeah, for like sure. And ounce. they and that's the thing, right? There's no rule. I could it's drink.
1: Same. Well, I, th- I guess I did that. And I was sharing with people too, but yeah, I basically drank 40 ounces of that beer, and
0: that's like <laughs> two pints, two 20 proper pints. pints, yeah.
1: And that's like when's the last time you went to a place had a 20 ounce of a beer and you're like, fuck, that's good. Let's
0: let's do it, do it again. again. No, for never.
1: Maybe, maybe. I can't remember exact. Maybe a month or two ago, it was a really, really good cask. Mm-hmm. And there's still, like, you know, enough left. Mm-hmm. You get another
0: one. Sure. But who's serving 20 ounces of a cask? Arcadia. They do 20s? Fuck yeah. That's, That's, That's why it's your favorite brewer's favorite bar. oh <laughs> <laughs> Who's Proper my favorite brewer? Beer. <laughs> um, okay, so <clears throat> this weekend, we got the beer festival... You're talking to lots of people. You go to all these events. I'm asking you how you manage this. What are you doing tonight? What are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing the next day? What do you got going on this weekend? So tonight,
1: <coughs> I'll do the beer news live in, you know, 45 minutes. Yep. Uh, which is fun. It's If just you're not of-
0: listening to Alberta Beer News, give your head a shake. This is the only way to stay up to date. Bro, you can scroll through Instagram for four hours and you're still going to miss some of these events. You got to be. I mean, on- I still miss some too, but oh, for people sure. are
1: getting better and they start to send me stuff, which yeah. is nice. Makes my life a little easier. Um, and I don't get anything wrong, but you know, not perfect. Um, yeah, I'll do Beer Nose every Thursday at 4 Mountain Standard Time and go live on Instagram. I just. I wanted someone to like tell me the fuck was going on every week because mm-hmm. there's so much going on. It's insane. You and can not do was doing up.
0: it. No. And I was like, well, I should do it. Well, tell us about how you started that, because you said that you were reading the, the beer article a day, and that, then it kind of went away. Well, yeah, and they used
1: to won. do uh, Daily Beer.
0: Yeah. That who, was written who is, by who that? Uh, Hayden Dews. Okay. Of
1: Cabin Brewing. Cabin Brewing. He's got a background in journalism. Interesting. Um, Show sure us to Hayden. Yeah, he's a super cool guy. But then as they started building their brewery, like... You just don't have to. You, know, you know what's funny is that when that first came out, like, two and a half years ago, maybe... Uh, People were like questioning, can like they're like, really? Can you write a daily article about
0: yeah. beer? Oh, now you could write ten.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> like, and do you know Jason Foster?
0: No, who's that? Oh man. So two
1: years ago, he was the fucking three years ago, he was the man. He has onbeer.org. Okay. And it had profiles of all the breweries in Alberta. Holy Saskatchewan hell. Wow. and Manitoba. Really? But three years ago, that's not that much it but was he less still had it yeah
0: that was less than the total of alberta now probably
1: oh yeah. yeah easily yeah easily and he would put out an article when a new brewery would open he would call them and interview them and and write cool he had a cbc our um news show every second friday yeah like on cbc boom a big deal he talked about beer uh he and he wrote for view weekly and he would do beer training things and his day job was, like, as a teacher, but he loved beer. He's, he's been a BJCP, I think, since 2001. He's been home brewing for just as long, like, 20-some years, um, or about 20 years. That's impressive. And, like, good beer, too. I've tried his stuff. He's awesome. Very educated, like, awesome guy. Mm-hmm. And then he had the opportunity to work with the Alberta government, Okay. like, really closely with the former premier, like, some high-level shit. And yeah. he's like, if I don't take this opportunity, uh, I'll regret it if I don't. And he wrote for the Beer Guide from the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he did awesome, awesome. He was he was he was the beer person in Alberta. Cool. And then he disappeared for a year and a half because <laughs> you can't accept money from anything else if you're working. And, and fair balls, enough, right? Which makes sense. Great opportunity though. So in that time, a lot more fans have been in Alberta beer, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Who the fuck is Jesus? <laughs> And someone put a tweet today that dude he's a I think a publisher of Avenue think or tomato one of those other magazines
0: yeah
1: and he's like oh I have this memory of drinking this beer with um, former beer guy <laughs> oh, Jason <God>. Foster <laughs> and he's like hey let me introduce you to a friend of mine and the friend came over at a folk fest and mm-hmm. they were drinking beer and they shared a picture and that friend was Rachel Notley before she was elected.
0: Holy hell. <laughs> so he actually met her oh, through he beer easy. and then ended up with her. I think he,
1: her. he knew through his, he's done policies and he's worked with government stuff okay. through what he's done in the past and then the opportunity came for him to work on some stuff. And why I don't are, know all the details yeah. or everything, but why are you going to say no? Yeah, but it was just funny that it, this other like editor or publisher or whatever is saying like former beer guy Jeez. and Jason's like, okay, because Jason's on this, he's back now. Yeah,
0: he's back baby.
1: Government changes and he knew that, you know, things would change. He only yeah. really committed to a year, year and a half. And he worked his ass off. And now he's like, I'm coming back to beer. And people don't know, which is funny. Interesting.
0: So what else you got going on this weekend?
1: Fuck, we didn't even talk about today. So uh, Brewster's has a cask event at five.
0: Yeah. There's a bunch of casks. I've seen ten. a bunch of people getting ten, their casks ten different ready. Yeah. Uh,
1: starting at six is a cask event at Mercer.
0: Okay. So Mercer like Tavern?
1: Four. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I like the Brewster's one because you just you could just buy your beers. Yeah. By six ounce or sorry, uh eight ounce or sixteen ounce? Yeah. For like three bucks or six bucks. Okay. You you know, do some tasting yeah. the small ones, you like them, buy a Go for the 16, enjoy it, yeah. right? At Mercer, it's free. Everyone's like, oh it's free, yeah, I just keep giving you samples. But there was a choke point where all the casks were and there's not flow. uh So you go like yeah. wait and like push not push, but like you're Yeah. I'm like, I just want to buy a beer. Can I just buy a pint of that? Yeah. And the answer is
0: no. Well, so this is just sample tasters of casks. Yeah. Nothing which, wrong with that. Is, but yeah, if you like no, it. No, there you is want, something wrong with that. Let me
1: buy a beer and like sure. not
0: stand with people and fucking drink mm-hmm. four ounces. Like, anyway, yeah. That's my opinion. It is challenging though because it's like some people aren't oh. versed with casks and sometimes it's a bit intimidating. You don't sure. really understand that. And maybe that's
1: what Mercer's going for. Maybe, yeah. But I don't know. Give your balls a tug. Sell me a pint.
0: What else you got going on today?
1: Starting at seven at Craft is the Alberta Beer Festival,
0: like industry kind of kickoff thing. Yeah, they're launching like that Control Alt the Wheat or something, oh, or whatever. Yeah, they'll just they be born. born stuff. For it. Yeah.
1: So I'll go say hi there. Those those guys are my friends. Um, I had beers with them just the other day, or with Trevor the other day. Uh, chicken, and then uh, Ben Ricks of Bent Stick. Yeah, his girlfriend Jenna is in a band that just did a collaboration beer with Grainbin. Whoa. And that's being launched at Arcadia tonight. Okay. Along with, I heard, three other, like, special or, like, you know, exclusive Grainbin beers.
0: Uh, and then that band is playing a show at, like, 8.30ish, 9ish. Today. So it's, like, you don't have enough minutes in a day to go to all well, this. Well, you just,
1: you just can't do it all. So what I've learned is, like, and then the Beer Fest is Friday, the documentary series I, I was a host of last fall. Okay. They're starting season two, so they're going to be filming at the Beer Fest tomorrow.
0: What is this? I've never heard of it. Well, it's not out yet. They're
1: still editing. They need B-roll footage and shit. What is this? (laughs) So this, again, people reach out, and I always take the meeting. Like, always take the meeting. Yeah. If people ask you for the stupidest shit, maybe just take a phone call. Sure. But always take the meeting, because the more meetings you take, and ideas, and propositions, and what about this? What about that? Can you do this for us? What about... You'll learn who's legit and who's bullshit. Right? It's just like... You know, beers, it's like real estate. The more you look at, the more you understand what's good and what's not mm-hmm. quicker, mm-hmm. quickly. So, these people reach out. Hey, we want to do research for a documentary series. Uh, we'd like to talk to you. Great. I'll take the call. Take the call. Yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. We'd love to meet you for coffee. I'm like, well, that's not happening. Why not? Because we're meeting for beer, obviously. You're doing research <laughs> on a beer documentary. So, I just gave it, it was like the assistant. I gave him a hard time. Match it. I bust his balls anyway. So I meet the director. Talk about the industry. Yeah. Kind of. She's new. She like has. She's like, oh, my kids like craft beer, and I'm thinking about doing. She's a director and a producer, so she's Mm -hmm. done documentaries before, at the highest level. Um. So she's like, I'm thinking about doing one for beer. By the way, this is like in August of or July of 2018.
0: It's like 14 months ago. Yeah. 14. 13, 14, a year ago. (laughs) Not quite a year. Oh, less than a year. A <laughs> month away. It's almost June. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Ten months ago.
1: <laughs> Take your beer away. Yes, ten months ago. Um, and so we sit down, blah 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 blah. You know, she's taking notes. We're giving lots of value, expecting nothing. Always expect nothing. Okay. Like just give to give, expect a zero in return. You know, she bought us a beer, and she's like, "Oh, well, when we get our funding, we'll pay you a consulting fee." In my head, I'm like, "Fuck," it. like you know. Do this for free, but alright, like win. Okay. <laughs> Again, that's the other thing. If you expect zero from anyone
0: all the time. Everything's a win.
1: Everything's a win. If the smallest person's like, oh man, thanks so much for doing that, like let me buy you a beer. Like you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do, and, yeah. and I'm appreciative, and but I'm nice. never expecting anything. Cool. Yeah. And never give to like expect shit back either. Sure. Like you're like, oh I'll buy him a beer. So you know, like if you're like, oh, if if I bring him my podcast, maybe I'm getting his. Oh god. Like no, I'll do... Like, not, not in this specific example, but... It's a great example. Don't do shit to expect shit. Just mm-hmm. do shit because you want to give. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, a week later, she calls and says, Oh, we really were impressed with you. I think you'd be a good host. So I'm like, okay. Like, what does that mean? It's like, well, let's do a trial run. So, I introduced him to Dandy. They're based in Calgary. The cameraman and, and the director and producers. Introduce him to Dandy on, like, you know, the Monday they went. On the Tuesday like oh it's great it's beautiful like they're cool da, 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 da. Uh, can you come down to Calgary for Friday and again I had a bunch of shit going on on a Thursday like yep yeah. so I woke up early like doing events mid end of September last, last year. September we just cranked them out and the How one I've
0: never heard of this well it's not oh yet but like it's independent like why would you hear of it I don't know Let's start teasing the people it's not oh yet though okay right?
1: So I've seen, I've seen. We did an episode with Trouble Monk, and I think that's gonna be our best one. Bud's cool, Charlie's amazing. So I'm with Charlie for most of it, and he's like, they got so much going on, and we just we we got a good chemistry. So like, it's an awesome episode. Are,
0: Are you going to the episode? next Anthony Bourdain of craft beer? Like, what's going on here?
1: So I'm gonna die.
0: No. no, Jesus.
1: Everyone dies. Um, I mean, it'd be neat. Like, I did it because it's good for the brand and it's yeah. good for the culture. Yeah. If, if, like, I don't know where this is going to get. The Canadian film industry is interesting at best. It's Charlie Corman I thought there was a Randy <laughs> shirt off with the khakis. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> just want some cheeseburgers. anyway. Just some cheeseburgers. In the alley, too. Like, it's just so. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's got a big smile. So he looks like he's having a great time. <laughs> he's having a great time. And sorry about all the coughing on this, but Smokey's fuck upside. It is. He's, the listeners are like, Does "This guy smoke too." Do like, you want to talk about today? or We're smoking. I don't know. We have to talk about the weather. I okay. Sure.
0: Um. It is. I was a forest firefighter for six years, folks. Like, I'm not just fucking around with the fires here. Like, I'm well versed in these topics. It is. Looks like I can feel it. It's like a tickle. It is, man. <clears throat> and this is like, I'm driving, listening to CBC. Health Canada or whatever health environment Canada is giving all these advisories. I'm driving listening to CBC. They're evacuating whatever rural municipality right outside oh, yeah. Slave Lake. We've got Actually, this high-level yeah. thing going on. There's fires in Whitecourt, Edson. Like it's a province-wide thing, year after year after year after year. So I think from the both of us, we could not send enough love and respect to the firefighters out there doing their jobs. Yeah. Alberta government obviously slaving away again. Like this has got to be exhausting, expensive, whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, because it it's really, like when
1: you when you get called to do
0: shit, you just do it. You have to.
1: You're not like, oh, can I get my my lunch break? No, no. you just fucking work, and then thirty two hours goes by and you collapse.
0: It's insane. It's insane. And <laughs> yeah, this is the thing was, is I like it a lot
1: when obviously.
0: there's this many fires across the province. It's hard. Like they don't have all the resources They're necessary. Yeah. They're yeah. spread thin, whatever. But. Dude, it is smoky as a motherfucker <coughs> out there. It looks like nighttime almost, and it's like 2 The o'clock. sun
1: basically set at, at quarter to noon today. It's bizarre. It was so weird. It is totally bizarre. But this thing is it like you're, you're a
0: young man. You're healthy, and you're feeling I the effects, feel it, yeah. and we're in week one of this. Like this could be all summer. So Yeah, true. And this could be the third summer in a row or fourth. <laughs> Very so. true. Well,
1: that's the thing is that we – I don't know how, how... How on topic do you stick with beer? You just go on whatever fucking rant you want? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go on Slingsby's show. That's what his... Uh, with love. That's his show. just goes all over the place. But, um, you know, we were in uh, on Lake Shushwap the summer before. So, 2017. Yeah. And you couldn't see the shore.
0: Oh, no. You can see the hills. Like, it was... Mm-hmm. thick. Another Shushwap thing. I went to BC in 2017. <clears throat> And we are out of salmon and we got sent to a fire near Adams Lake. So you got to fly over shoe shops to get there. But you can't even see the goddamn lake below you. Like you're supposed to be following these flight regulations. It's like, oh, if you don't have this much visibility, you, you can't fly. Fog, right? Bro, it's- <laughs> like no one followed the rules. And yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm not supposed to be saying this, but it's like, how are you going to get firefighters to the fire without yeah. flying them through smoke? Like I can't see the. Lake right below me, that's yeah, crazy. Like it was bizarre. You could hear sense. boats below you, but you can't see them. Yeah, I've never, it's and we're flying low too. Man. Oh, yeah,
1: um, I was in your hill pops out or your mountain pops out of nowhere.
0: It's wild. It's, okay, let's get back to this show. When is this coming out? What's happening with this? Because this is really interesting.
1: Oh, the show, uh, so right now, I think the Trump Monk one is, is pretty much done. I think they have a few other episodes basically done. But there's a few that need B-roll. Mm-hmm. So just like when you're having a conversation yeah. and you're watching it, if you're talking about brewing, like, oh, this is where we put in the malt.
0: Then he's like, blah, national. blah, blah, blah,
1: blah. Then you actually see someone. Pour. We filmed at a few places where they weren't brewing that day. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it would be it's a, bit a imp- lot it's a bit empty. Yeah. yeah. So they're just, they're going to do some of that. I probably won't be involved in that. But the weird thing, like being an entrepreneur, film industry, from my limited experience of these episodes... Um, <clears throat> It's so weird. Like, they pay you, of course. They pay you by the day or whatever. And they always buy you lunch. There's like a set lunch break, mm-hmm. which again is weird.
0: Because it's weird might- for someone to
1: say, okay, it's this time we're taking a break. I'm like, what? No, we're not finished. Like, I don't understand. It's <laughs> weird, right? And then the, they're like, oh, invoice us for mileage and all. So it's like, it's great. There's yeah. all these perks that go yeah. with it. And at the end of the day, I'm just having conversations I'm going to have anyway. Like if I go to the brewery and I talk with Charlie, I'm asking the same questions that hopefully are ending up on on this thing. That's amazing. And that's actually why I started a podcast. A, I heard other people doing it. I'm like, these are cool, but I think I can do that better. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And you do. do (laughs) Yeah, Thanks. I mean, that's, you know, that's. Did you know if you search craft beer in the podcast? app like apple podcast yours comes up did you know oh sweet no i had no
1: idea i i do i i book it with uh, matt slingsby from danny he's our producer um he records it i just show up and have a conversation with my notes Uh and then i'm gone gone he posts it we trade him out for an ad space like so promotes his podcast like when we start monetizing it any ad revenue half it goes to him okay um that's just, great. I, I don't, I, I don't even know how many people listen to it. Like I should, he has the numbers. I just, I don't know. We just keep doing it. Keep doing it. We need to do more. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I started it because the conversations I get to have with brewers and owners, like most of them truly are my friends. Like, you know, we'll be playing basketball Saturday. Are you in town all weekend? Yeah. Do you play basketball? Yeah. Actually? Yeah. Come play basketball Saturday morning. I would love to. 9 a.m.?
0: Sure. I'll, I'll be text.
1: there. Cool um taylor from sea change has been playing with us last like couple of weeks uh i think adam we'll see about this weekend i doubt it but adam from analog was supposed to be there last week um like when we do bottle shares the last bottle share we did is like a a goodbye to dave
0: from analog where's he going back to victoria there's a wife there in a house and like of life i know i've like briefly chatted to him about this stuff but i don't know the whole story so, they were just in Saskatchewan, too. Showed out to 9 yeah, mile. I, I got the invite to that. And I you just,
1: didn't go? It just didn't work out. God damn it. I'll go this summer. I will. I love Saskatoon. It's dope. It is dope. Uh, yeah. It's only getting better. The The new brewery just opened there.
0: Like uh, Ch- Shelter? Shelter, yeah. Shelter's great. great. Yeah. Shelter is fantastic. They're doing a great job. Very small. I think they get a, what, 150 liters a batch. For, like three
1: cakes. Unbelievable. I, I don't mean like what's the point, but...
0: It's all I mean, the money I've they have. I've
1: seen people <clears throat> try to run a business on like you're spending the same amount of time just brew more beer
0: yeah <laughs> spaces yeah. limited financial startup costs
1: yeah so anyway last bottle shared we are saying goodbye to dave mason was in house so we had i think it was 14 uh, there was like 18 people there at one point like probably a few more come and go throughout the night but of like the 18 people there at one point 14 of them were professional brewers or owner a brewery that's just in incredible. like edmonton right and then two or three other guys that were there were homebrewers. Okay. On like a pretty serious level. Yeah. too. Like one dude is doing homebrew, like lambic shit, lambic style. Jesus. He's it's not on, easy to pull barrels, off. He's got barrels and his stuff was still young. Yeah. It was only six months in, yeah. but it was already like
0: tasty. It's tasting good. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. <laughs> so how do you manage like all these up. like friendships and relations? Like, I mean... How do you manage any? I I, I I I reach out to you all the time on Instagram, and you reply instantly every time. Yeah, because it's easy. But you're getting emails, you're getting tags, you're getting phone calls. Your buddy's calling you about yeah, tanks. So like, how do you manage so this? You just
1: you produce more than you consume. Okay. Like I don't I don't just scroll Facebook and Instagram. Sure. Very rarely. Mm-hmm. The most I do it is like I can tell you specifically on a Wednesday and on Thursday, depending. We're really going to get to it today. Um, because I'm just seeing if I missed anything from, for Beardness. Yeah. Interesting. But if you have, like, let's say I thought you needed more setup than just turning your thing on a I <laughs> need like for mine, cause I got my own setup too. I got a mic. Yeah. It's gotta be recording in the computer, like plugged in. like
0: Yeah.
1: So I thought you have more setup. In that two minutes of downtime, I could jump on a text and add, you know, respond to someone Boom. or go to a DM and ask something or check see who the new follower is, interact with them. Sure. Like you, if you just, if you know what you want to do, it's easy to do it for mm-hmm. two minutes here, five minutes here, 10 minutes. In, mm-hmm.
0: like. I beg people of that and I'm begging them like, dude, it's, this is the thing in the class all the time. Peter and Jordan, our teachers are great. They're lovely people. Constantly, it's not enough to be a brewer. You're going to do in sales, marketing, networking. On
1: everything. Like, everything. And, and this,
0: <laughs> I, I'm here, I'm a young person. I've got a lot, I've got time. How the fuck, I, how many marketing books should I be reading? How many business books? Like, I don't know how to. Exactly. Them, like Then <laughs> that's the thing, right? It's like, where's the balance? Because like, I also like, I want to go for beer sometimes. I want to meet chicks. I want to exercise. I want to go to yoga. I want to, I don't want to just sit and Do read all. all the time. But even if I'm reading all the time, I'm still not going to be caught up. And it's like, this is overwhelming but almost at times.
1: It can be. If, if you don't want to be doing, it's overwhelming. If I didn't want to be in the beer industry, it'd be overwhelming. Okay. For sure. Four events in one night. like Oh, it's insane. I'd be like, this is stupid. Yeah. But at each event, I know I'm going to see someone that I'm going to have a great conversation with. Or just like to see one of my homies, whatever. I might meet someone new. You never mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, And I don't try to talk to everyone
0: because it's impossible. It's impossible. Try to
1: do everything you do nothing. But, you know, just help promote. Let people know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And like I enjoy that. Like I'm since learning sales. Like I was an awkward kid. Okay. Like out of high school, I worked in a warehouse. Yeah. Because my mom was like, "Well, if you don't go to school, you gotta go to work." <laughs> I was like, okay. She's like, "Well, you're not good with people. Go work in a warehouse."
0: She you told know? you. And I did. She yeah. t- she said you're not good with people. Yeah. That no, was, it wasn't. I was like, <laughs> I was like, like,
1: <laughs> I had my core group of friends. Like at that time, I still know, like, I'm still hanging with a few yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. But my core group of friends, I went to like kindergarten with grade one. huh. And that's all I spend time with. Uh huh. And I didn't have like I didn't, you know, I wasn't this like social thing. Isn't that funny? And then I learned sales. and I'm like, oh, I know how to talk to people now. Uh-huh. I can ask questions. I can hold a conversation. Yeah. I can listen. I have confidence. I never mm-hmm. had that shit before. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's a just- skill. Whoever's like, oh, but you're extroverted or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, like, my favorite hobbies are introverted hobbies. Okay. It's like writing music or running. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right? But you can, you can be both. It just depends, right?
0: Yeah. What do you have to say to people... Like, I'm a young man. I'm new to the brewing industry. Oh, I'm 25. Cute. Um, how do I live a healthy lifestyle? How do I consume beer almost every day okay, and live question. a healthy lifestyle? <laughs> We've talked about this if before. You,
1: if you eat good, mm-hmm. sleep good, yeah. and exercise, yeah. how do you feel? You feel great. 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 Do those things. Sure. And drink lots of water.
0: Sure. <laughs> but we're in this industry and we're seeing a lot of people who aren't living healthy lifestyles. I do you think
1: I started playing basketball with people? Okay. There's a lot of, you know, unhealthy unhealthy like you you can have both you you really can yeah but I think once you're um, I think I'm really self-aware yeah like typically like we're going neck and neck on these beers
0: which sure is good. yeah like, I don't do know if you watch beer? you know I'm good okay I'm
1: good. <laughs> No, I'm good um, but most of the time I drink slower than everyone else at the table okay go, oh hurry up drink your beer I'm like rush. Oh, no you're not me yeah <laughs>
0: Especially if you're going with three beer and events drink, tonight, right? And
1: you drink water. And you make sure you eat food. Mm-hmm. Make sure you sleep. Mm-hmm. And make sure you exercise. Yeah. And then you'll feel good. Interesting. If, if if I'm missing two of those things, I can still survive. Yeah. If I'm missing three, it's, it's a, rough. Yeah. But if I miss all four, even for like four days. It's terrible. That's the only time I get sick.
0: Hmm.
1: And I had that a few weeks ago. And I realized, I look back. I was it's like, not like I was
0: when sick. I saw you were kind of like just getting off. I,
1: I was not feeling good at mm-hmm. all. Interesting. But if you sit at home and don't do shit, like, I'm like, no, I want to go have conversations with people. I want to talk to people. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like a stretch of, and I was still exercising a bunch, but then it was just like four days where it was just like, I didn't, and even a few days leading into that late nights, well, early mornings, yeah. and then just not taking care, like not eating the best food. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like four days where I didn't go to the gym mm-hmm. or exercise or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it just...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's like rest and I'm like, nah, I'm good. And then, yeah. it just, then you it's crash. like, okay, okay, yeah. okay. And then it just hits you.
0: Yeah. I think one of the biggest things for me, like it doesn't really matter the industry. Like you need to exercise, you need to eat, you need to sleep. That's, make, just, being, make that's this. just feeling good, period. Exactly. Industry is all, that's something sure. else, right? But make the time, right? Like, you know, when people are like, oh, I don't have time. And I'm like, well, hey, you're you fucking dude. on your phone on Instagram for five hours. Yeah, Or like notifications and get distracted like that. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, for surely, right? Who <laughs> knows what it is? It could have been like critical, but that's the thing, right? it's Like you Mo- make most the time- of the time, it's not though. Like this
1: shit is. Oh, it's never ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, and um, one out of every thousand is like, oh my god, I gotta get yeah, this. this person's dying and they need to be picked up right now. I haven't had that phone call yet.
0: No, <laughs> thank God for that, eh? But it, most of it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as I it's mentioned- important, but it's not urgent. Oh, for sure, exactly. So as I mentioned before, our teachers are saying. It's not enough to be a brewer. You're going to yep. be a salesperson. Yep. You're going to be marketing. You're going to be everything. Yep. You're an entrepreneur. You run a company. You run a business. What's your advice for young people, old people, medium age people, whatever age of people who want to be entrepreneurs, who feel like entrepreneurs and want to delve into that or maybe they want to start a side hustle or maybe they want to have, you know, another stream of income, whatever then, it then is. do
1: it. So Gary Vee, I was just Purely ripped from Gary Vee, but it's mm-hmm. stuff that I was doing back in the day. I just didn't realize it until he clarified
0: it for me. Um, and thank God for that, right? Because we have these platforms where you can see Gary Vee, you can see LeBron James, you can see whatever yeah, figure so and followers. If Anderson. you have
1: to work your day job or go to school or I got to take care of my kid, like do all the shit you need to do. Yep. Yeah. But then in your downtime, don't watch you know a season of Netflix in a, in an yeah, evening. Yeah, you don't need to watch watch that. fucking you know all this other shit. Work on – like I've put out a few – this year I haven't done that much. I've done some. But the year before I was on three music projects.
0: That's intense, dude.
1: But it's just – but it's not. It's like – Because you love it. Yeah. We we do a podcast. We do beer news now. We do events. We do all this other shit. But it's like, well, what do you want to do with your life? Do you want to produce or do you want to consume? If you consume, you're like the 99% of the world and maybe you're happy with that. That's fine. And that's fine. But if you want to be different and be an entrepreneur and like – Start the side hustle and make extra money and do mm-hmm. all these extra things, like then you need to do it and you need to cut out all the stuff that's not aligned with that, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And as I said before, like, you know, a lot of people need their job to get some savings. You said you started this with no money. And then what do also, you have to say to me? Be- live,
1: live cheap. Like Hey man, that's huge. Like so many people, um, again, this is like Gary Vee, like rip like literally verbatim. Yeah. Don't be fancy. Uh-huh. I still drive uh, what what do I got? A 04 Toyota Corolla. Super, I paid for it when yeah. I bought it, I paid for it. Still a nice car. Yep.
0: Feel efficient. it got safe. an S
1: on it. I mean sports, right? Uh <laughs> oh, no, but it's a nice car and I don't have car payments. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't buy fancy clothes. Like this is a brewery t shirt. Yep. Like yeah, I actually bought this shirt. Okay. S <laughs> Y C brewing call. Shout out to SYC. Um I live like a very modest lifestyle. The th- my biggest expense is like going out with people and
0: drinking beers. Mm-hmm. For so sure. Like, like that's cool. But it's cool because you're also creating content I mean when too. you do that.
1: Yeah. And it's a win and it's tax deductible because of what I do.
0: Yo. <laughs> percentage anyway. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. yeah know like don't be don't be fancy. Like I think people again and it also stems from um, self-confidence. If you're living your life because it's the life you want to live other people's opinions don't matter. Like mm-hmm. you want to take some feedback every once in a while if you're making beer and you're unsure about it, you know, get feedback from someone who's better than you.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and those people, you can, you can text them. You can send them yeah, a tweet with with the a internet, whatever. You've like like got with them. The internet, you can work whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, good sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Don't turn on a movie. Yeah. Go on Twitter and interact with people. And maybe they don't get back to you. But that doesn't mean don't Do get something. all butthurt about it. Yeah. They yeah. might not have time. And I think that's
1: where like sales training was like life training. Like learning from Kaka, they're like skills for life and da, da, da. Since leaving the company, it's like it's really like you're talking like, about like soft skills. I don't know, it's like fucking hard skills. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, I mean they refer referred like to you, as you
1: you ask for a sale and someone says no. You're not like, oh, and like yeah. pack up your shit and leave. You know, okay, like, hey, no problem. Like, don't worry about it. Like, is it the price or is it too many pieces? Like, what is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, actually, you know, I wouldn't use this, this, this. Hey, mm-hmm. no problem. Hey, we've got something else for you. And me show something else. Same thing with relationships. You ask someone out and they're like, well, I don't know. You're not like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, no, you're like, hey, that's cool. Like are, you, like, are you looking for a relationship right now? Or like, I just want to have a beer with you and talk yeah. to you. That's all, whatever, right? Like, you're not scared of rejection. For sure. In sales. When you learn sales properly, mm-hmm. like the right way of add value, like, you know, make people's lives better. So.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Okay, so we yeah. have a very limited amount of time here. you, you got, got to run. you got three minutes. Ha! You're talking about adding as much value as possible and expecting nothing in return. Yep. Always. Can you give some examples of that? Because I think a lot of young people want to get into entrepreneurship, want to have a side hustle, want to do different things, want to live an exciting life. And they're not – they don't understand this value proposition.
1: Yeah. If you don't – again, we talk about it. If you don't expect anything, life is always good. If all of a sudden you're expecting, oh, I'm going to do this favor for Austin – And he's going to do this for me because of that. Like, I'm just expecting that. And then it doesn't happen. Then I'm disappointed. Like, why would you let your expectations rest on someone outside of yourself? Right? So, if you just give and give and give for the sake of giving, you feel great. And eventually you see the impacts of that stuff. But you're not doing it. Like, have you ever just, like, done something for someone and then didn't find out, like, they didn't know it was you? Oh, for sure. It's amazing. That's cool. Like yeah. to donate money to places and you just anonymous that shit. Mm-hmm. And maybe you find out, but maybe you don't, but you just feel good because you know you're doing the right thing. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's cool shit. Yeah, Like that's what's cool. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I was talking about my friend earlier, bought this new Range Rover and all this shit. Yeah. It's a cool yeah. car, but like I really don't give a fuck. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's fun to be in there. Like yeah. he's a cool
1: guy. And he's if, if I can help someone's dream of opening a brewery happen because I know someone who can finance it. And, like, connect the dots and get the mm-hmm. contracts and, like, all that stuff.
0: That's fulfilling. That is fulfilling. Right? And it feels damn good. Yeah. For sure.
1: And you can't put a price on that.
0: No. Would
1: I get a payout on it? I don't know. Maybe. If I did, it'd be cool. But I'm not expecting one. But probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> yeah. Right? But am might. I don't know. Yeah. But sure. I'm not going into it because of that. I think it's, like, your intention. Yeah. Like, oh, I do the documentary series. i like, it's better for... If we can reach an audience that doesn't know and then maybe they... Resonate with, oh, I didn't realize there was a brewery in, mm-hmm. you know, Sylvan Lake or in... Pinocca, wherever, Punoka, whatever, whatever. Yeah, right? Oh,
0: my aunt lives near there. And then they visit it and then they have a beer and like... Mm-hmm. And it also kind of goes back to Alberta Beer Guide because they're going to go to the brewery in Pinoka, and They're going to pick up... the Ideally, guide, hopefully, right? but maybe not. But inadvertently, right? Because yeah. you're saying you have no expectation. Yeah. And it's like... And it's also we just try to
1: do everything win, win, win. Boom. When you do an event, the event needs to make money. The people need to get value. We need to get something out of it too. Mm-hmm. But that's not like the four. It's everyone. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'll take a loss on it. Or can you donate this? But then someone else makes money on it. I'm I like, know. It's crazy. No. If everyone wins, it's really easy to say yes. Mm-hmm. And if only
0: some people win, it's really easy to say no. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. In conclusion, you got any shout outs? You got anything? I don't know. Just drink local beer and... Live a good life. You hear that? Alberta <laughs> beer guide says to drink local beer. If you want to drink good Alberta craft beer, you got to pick up the Alberta beer guide. It's in all the breweries in the province. It's in some it's of the liquor stores. I'm pretty sure it's in all of them. <laughs> you got to pick <laughs> that up. On. You're going to find out the sooneries and rumors. You're going to have some articles. You're going to know it's some a cool tasting one. guides okay. from every single it's brewery like in the 300 province. 300 beers with tasting notes in it. It's Boom, cool. baby. You can't get that anywhere else. you got to check them out, my friend. Thank you so much. You're far too kind. Have a good night. Have a good weekend.